Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and hey, I've been out for a while, as you well know, but I've been trying to do the best I can, while I can, to help preserve our great republic, and I certainly hope that you are doing the same thing. Yeah, that uh, that happens when I'm gone, the gremlins come in and do their thing, and uh, I always forget to sprinkle that water the priest gave me. But anyway, I, I am back live and in living color right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. The uh, day before the day of Thanksgiving, well, the day before Thanksgiving Eve, and there's a lot to be thankful for. I certainly am grateful uh, to God that I am uh, in as good a shape as I am uh, at this point in my life. I uh, see no signs. I have no signs of slowing down, and uh, I need your prayers, and I'm praying for you. And I want to give um, special uh, thanks to everybody who's helped us uh, come this far as far as the show is concerned and the evolution of the brand C.L. Bryant into what it is becoming. And uh, I'm grateful to God for that. And I I want to thank uh, Michelle who's been with me for so long. Uh, I want to tell Jared, come on home to C.L. C.L. is still here wanting you to come home. And the newest addition uh, to our team is Leanne, Leanne Lampson. I want to thank her uh, as well for being as steadfast as my executive assistant um, uh, for the job that she does, and to Michelle, my uh, executive producer, for the job that she's done for below these many years. And, hey, I got to do this because Leanne is special uh, to me and has been very special to the team. Leanne, happy early birthday coming up on Thanksgiving. Sail on, girl, and uh, soon to be blonde and beautiful, riding around in your bands. Go on and celebrate. Uh, Happy birthday to you uh, from all of us uh, here from me uh, to you and to your family. I want to say happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you, and thank you so much for lending us, lending us her um, these uh, these times that she has uh, been so helpful to us. Listen, folks, um, very seldom are you able to assemble a team of folks around you that you trust, and that you grow to love, and that you you know you care about. And uh, Michelle and Leanne, of course, these two ladies. In fact, my life is run basically by women. Uh, Leanne can tell you. Uh, there's very few uh, men in uh, in the loop as far as concerned. Michelle is in her own universe uh, as far as the C.L. Bryant show is concerned, but uh, the Freedom Works uh, hub that I'm in and then the speaking tours that I do, I depend heavily upon my executive assistant for 
that. And uh, thanks so much for the job. Again, shout out Leanne Lampson. Happy birthday coming up Thanksgiving Day. Folks, it's a lot of uh, things that um, are going on in this country right now. A lot of things that are going on that ain't right. And when you when you, you flip it over and you, you start looking at it, uh, you see that there is a, a certain systematic deception that is going on. And, and, and a part of the prototype for that has been in the black community. Okay? It has been. And um, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, folks. Uh, many of you may not realize it, but there is something that's almost diabolical. That Well, there's something that is diabolical that uh, has gone on in this country right in front of our very eyes. And um, it, it just didn't seem as though this could happen so fast. But the lies that are, are, are just bold-faced told on CNN and, and, and other outlets, the usual suspects, case in point, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. If you had listened, and, and those who, who do listen to um, CNN and the usual suspects, when you talk to them, you will get a totally different narrative of what that trial was about. Because they spin this trial as though a white supremacist uh, breaking the law, crossing state lines with an, a, a, a firearm. And a man who was seeking, a young man who was seeking to kill black folks. If you listen to them, Kyle Rittenhouse was that guy. And in the minds of so many people who listen to the garbage that, uh, that go on, in uh, on on CNN and, and 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 outlets like that, they don't know that that was an absolute bold face lie. It was a lie. And 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 folks, the divisiveness and the deception in this country comes from those kinds of purposeful. Oh, oh, you you don't lie on a man like that. You don't lie on a, on a young man like that without purpose, knowing that you can send. He would have never gotten out of jail if if he had been convicted on what they said he was and what they said he did. The videos are plain. And, and then, folks, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. If I had been in his situation getting kicked about the head and face by and hitting the head with a, a skateboard, I used to be pretty good on skateboard, but getting a hit in the head with a skateboard, had a gun, 
those guys would still be dead. Oh, you know, it's true. They would still be dead. And if you are honest, you're going to say the same thing. If somebody is attacking you in the way this kid was being attacked, those people who were attacking you put yourself in his place. Guess what? They'd still be dead. Or at least shot. Yeah, there's no question about it. That is the first law of the jungle. The human nature, the first law is self-preservation. That's what he did. And he tried to give you an idea. And and, and see, this is what you don't hear there. He tried to get away. He did his best to get away. Police were called called on to stand down. And that's something, uh, if you go into academy, that's, first thing, that's one of the first things you, you really drilled into you, is that you're that line. You're the blue line. You can't stand down unless you're ordered to by the mayor or your superiors. And you certainly don't surrender your weapons. But that's what they're wanting to do to your neighborhoods. They want to disarm your cops. And you see what happens when that occurs <laughs> coming up talking about systematic deception frank x panico will be on with me and uh, it's going to be a great conversation it's a new film that i'm glad to be a part of and um, i certainly want to uh, promote it as much as possible doing everything we possibly can to get this launched in movie theaters early uh, in Jan- uh, in January, early in the new year, in January or February. We're working on that and working with people who can help us to do that. And so Frank is going to be on with me, and we're going to uh, talk about that um, movie and how the systematic deception of a nation is truly occurring right before our eyes with the lies that are being spread among our young people based on race. I've said it many times in uh, other venues that race, not space, is the final frontier of a civilized society. And it is amazing how uh, this um, illness has afflicted us from early in our existence on uh, as human beings. But I, I do want you to keep in mind, though, if you Christians out there uh, who read your Bibles and you know the story of Babel when God uh, divided uh, the nations, you need to understand that he didn't divide the nations according to color. He divided them according to culture. Okay? And in this movie, Dr. Alveda King, the niece of a legendary and slain civil rights leader, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, she's been on with me many times. Alveda's a dear friend. Love her. And uh, Alveda, I know you listen uh, many, I know you listen often. So uh, shout out to you as well uh, here today and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. We love you and love your family. And um, this is what I know is true is that Americans should have a culture 
that is ours. And we do have a culture that is ours as Americans. But friends, what you are seeing, the deception that you are seeing and witnessing here before your very eyes is the uh, fundamental change of a culture. And in that culture that they want to bring about, it has the, the evil. Yeah, yeah, it has the evil of wanting to redivide people, this time not by American culture because they want open borders. But you want to divide them into places where the browns are voting this way and the blacks are voting this way and certain whites vote that way and then we vilify them and then the other whites who relent and vote our way and go along in order to get along so that you won't be hearing chants of no justice, no peace that you're hearing in your streets even now. And for what? Why are we hearing this type of unrest? Why are, is this type of thing going on for what? Who's ginning all this up? I invite all of you to tune in uh, to Save the Nation on Sunday mornings, 11 o'clock, Newsmax Television. Newsmax Television, Save the Nation, sponsored by uh, Freedom Works. I am your anchor and your host, along with my co-host, Hannah Catherine Smith. Go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org, and and, uh, be sure to become a part of uh, one of the largest movements uh, for liberty, grassroots movements in the nation. We have our own grassroots headquarters right there in Washington, D.C., and I spend a lot of time up that way and uh, certainly love it uh, when you are able to come along with me and uh, be a part of some of the venues that we do on the road. And our work is to expose Uh, the deceptions, the lies that many times candidates that we have supported. And and, and this is where we got to get down to the, 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 the crux of this matter. If we're ever going to get back to enjoying an American Thanksgiving of over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house, we go in. In my case, that was literal, except it was over the creek and through the woods. Uh, But just the same, those uh, feelings Uh, Some of you are old enough to remember if you're over 35 or 40, if you're over 35, 40 years old, you'll remember uh, how that felt uh, this time of the year. The holiday season felt it felt uh, so much different than it does now. There is a marked turmoil in our country. There's no question about it. And there is a clear and present danger To us, Americans, as we approach this Thanksgiving season, there is a clear and present danger to us. And and, and there is a veil that this administration, and I can't call it the Biden administration because Joe Biden is not in charge of anything. But this administration, whoever is pulling these strings, there is a purposeful uh, guide guiding of our society into an area that can produce nothing more than a clear and present danger to 
our safety as Americans. There is over a million people who have poured across our borders. Some of them have already been caught uh, in criminal acts, rapes. We, we are exposing ourselves if we don't stand up, push back, find these people and get them out of here. We must do that. And I was talking about our, our, our elected officials and many of them we have supported. And then only to get to Washington, D.C. and become something totally different than you support. Or go to your state house and they become something different. Or they go to your, 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 your city council and they become something different. They get on your school boards. They become something different. It's time, the season of accountability is now. And the clock on the wall, every moment, every time that at second hand moves, every time it clicks, it says now. Americans, if we are to uh, preserve our heritage, preserve our birthright given to us by those who paid the price. We need to stand up and we need to stand up now. We need to do that. And friends, I am saying to you that this is the moment that all of us, if we love this country, must step forward, and there's no better time to do it than here in this Thanksgiving season. And be thankful that we still live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. But the, the question that, that is there and it's real, how much longer? How long can a nation so conceive like ours, Lincoln said on Gettysburg Battlefield, how long can a nation so conceive like ours, dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal? How long can it exist? I'm CL. I'll be back with Frank Panico after this short break. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have phone apps in the App Store to work with the CL, back with you, coast to coast, border to border, and throughout the fruited plains of uh, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to uh, say to my son, who is traveling here to be with his old daddy, um, he's uh, coming in, he stopped in at his uh, sister's house, 
last evening. He and his family, my daughter-in-law, Crystal, who I love, and uh, my grandchildren. Uh, yeah, Bailey, Carter, and and uh, we, we, we have Charlie. Bailey, Carter, and Charlie. Boy, I tell you, they are something. And they're coming in. Going to have a great time here uh, at my place. And uh, I certainly look forward to the other kids as well. I have my oldest daughter, Miranda, and then Ever, and then the baby girl, Carissa, will be here along with my baby, baby girl, uh, that is Brittany. Uh, she'll be here as well, and their uh, significance will be with them. And I look forward to um, to all of that, and I certainly wish all of you a very uh, happy Thanksgiving and um, after that, we'll be headed toward Christmas, and we'll all have to see what that is going to look like uh, as we um, speed toward the end of the year 2021. Wow. And um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and uh, we were talking about, I think I was talking to Leanne the other day, and, and we were talking about uh, driver's license. And um, I think mine is not expiring until the 30s and um, 2030-something, which, of course, I'll be right there to renew it. But, um, you know, I guess it'll be in the 40s after that. You know what? I, I'm going to – I have to – you have to continue. You know what, folks? You have to continue living as long as that driver's license uh, is, 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 in, in act, is active. You got to keep living. You may not keep driving, <laughs> but but uh, you got to keep living as long as he takes you on into the six twenty uh, sixties. Go on, go on, and uh, you know just live and uh, wish everyone um, health and happiness in this season as as good as as good as it gets. Uh, we it's up to us if, if we're going to make it good. We got to make it good. Let's do it. Frank Panico is coming up here in just uh, a few minutes, and we're going to talk about a new movie, a movie that I'm a part of, a movie that I appear in as well. Uh, and I want to thank um, Kevin and Sam Sarbo uh, for their studio, Sarbo Studios. Uh, Kevin Sarbo, uh, most of you remember him distinctly as Hercules in the series uh, that he was in, and uh, of course his wife Sam was in that as well with him. And um, both of them now have launched off into making uh, uh, films of faith and with meaning, social impact. And they were incredibly instrumental in uh, helping in this film as well. Uh, Sam and I did a a venue up in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, not long ago. And uh, Larry Taunton, we were with him and uh, had a great time, enjoyed her company, and this is what comes of all of those types of networking uh, types of things. You, you meet people, you have things in common, you have common interests. And Americans, uh, we have much more in common than the left-leaning media would have us believe we don't. Uh, and we have, we have much more in common Americans are all, we're, we're, we're decent people, but there is a season that is upon us right now that if we do not uh, yield to this, if we do not, if, if we, I mean, if we yield to this, if we do not push back against this, if we yield to this, uh, our nation 
as we as as our children will never know it uh will they will never have the chance right now that that america that i was talking about over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go even if even if you didn't go over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go it was still uh, you went but it was still a special time the times may not have been as good for all people as far as race and all that type thing is concerned, but the fact is, Americans, we were better people. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes in your life, times are, are not as good, and the reason why the times hurt you so bad is because you know you're a better person. And, 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 and sometimes we, we find ourselves not doing that better thing. And, of course, it brings along with it all kinds of regrets. But just the same, life goes on. And it can, in fact, at any turn, at any moment, get absolutely better. I don't care how dark, how dreary it may seem to you right now. In this Thanksgiving season, I want you, please, to be thankful that things aren't as bad as they could be. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, I know, I know it's tough on Americans everywhere. And, and you know the thing, if, if the only thing that you really have to cry about, Americans, and I'm not saying this uh, to give anybody a pass on why the, the shelves in our stores are uh, somewhat vacant. Oh, they're beginning to fill up a little bit more now. Uh, Chris, I know you're listening to the show. Stop and get a bunch of cranberry sauce. Please do that. And uh, we got to have it. Find it. Track it down. Be careful. Be safe, son. But bring the cranberry sauce. He's going to deep fry a Cajun turkey uh, here on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, my uh, daughter's are gonna, ever is going to. Uh, do a turkey in the oven as well. Uh, so we're going to do uh, all Louisiana, all Southern tradition with that. Of course, got the cornbread stuffing, all of that. But back to what I was saying about sh- supply shortages. I know that it is short. I know it's tough on people. Prices are skyrocketing. Uh, you know, there will be no London broil this Thanksgiving at the Bryant home. I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying that for no London boy. I wasn't doing it. You know, just wasn't doing it. But the entire idea of us not being grateful is something that we must uh, not yield to, because things Americans could be worse. But what has led us to this point? It has been a systematic deception. There is no question about it. There is a new film out of the same title, Systematic Deception. I'm very happy to have with me the cinematographer and the director of this film that has indeed aired on OWN. He has been seen on Newsmax. Uh, I know that soon coming up, you're going to hear him on Hannity Radio. And uh, he is none other than my friend, my brother in Christ, and someone who I've partnered up with on this film. It's called Systematic Deception. We're doing everything that we can to make sure 
that it's available to all Americans. Help me welcome back to the show, Frank X. Penny Coe. Welcome to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, brother? Hi, C.L., my brother in Christ. I'm great. I know you're too modest, but C.L. is in the film, and he's a producer, and he just blows it up in our film. You have to see it. Just want to let everybody know. C.L. is excellent in our film. Bless he won't your heart. pat himself on the back, but I will. Bless your heart, Frank, for that. God bless you and keep you. Listen, tell me this. Tell everybody, what is this film about? Why did you make it? How did it come about? Give us the genesis. Yes. Well, just so you know, it will be airing on OAN, One American News Network, Friday the 26th, this Friday at 9 p.m. East Coast time. And um, uh, Linnell Babbage reached out to me. Um, She learned about me through searching under Christian filmmakers, and she wanted to do a film that would expose the lies of the Democrats that they tell to the black community to keep them in their party. And she wanted to do a film that was based on her daughter's book, The Black History Bible. <clears throat> so I had just been freed up, and I was it's something that sounds really dear to my heart, and I just went for it. And um, it does. It's, the main theme of the film is from Scripture, it says, take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but expose them. And there's a lot of exposing to do as far as the media, as far as D.C. Um, look how the media has painted this Rittenhouse case um, in such a way that it's absolutely deceitful. Everyone's led to believe that Kyle Rittenhouse killed three black people when there were actually three white people, all felons, one of them a child molester. And um, it's just to combat this fake narrative that the media is throwing out, the fake narrative that the liberals and the Democrats are throwing out. Um, there's there's more involved, but that's the basic. It's just shedding light. Um, we've been bamboozled, and this is kind of like a, a new word, unbamboozle. I want to unbamboozle America through the film. And this film does indeed do that. Michelle will tell you, someone who's near and dear to our heart, told us on yesterday that he didn't know that the people that Rittenhouse had shot and the ones he had, one he had ki- the one he had killed ones he had killed were white not until yesterday and and, and so uh, this is the type of deception that has fallen over the minds of people so frank in the movie you're exposing the fact that this type of deception has also fallen over black folks as well. And they've been used as tools. And there are black people talking about it like never before, folks. You've got to see this film like never before. Black folks have a vehicle to come out of whatever closet they've been hiding in when it comes to the discussion of race. Talk to us, Frank. Yes, absolutely. So every single interviewee is a person of, is black. Um, I'm Puerto Rican and Italian, so I'm not like full on white, but it doesn't really matter. Skin color doesn't matter. But the, the messages are conveyed through black Republican Christians. And it's so refreshing to see the side of the story because there is so many black Republican Christians that don't have a voice because CNN, MS. ESC, they only play the the left-wing liberal Black Lives Matter conservatives. And it comes out through the film a lot through um, CLU, like telling the history about how the welfare system started after Kennedy was shot. LBJ came into office, a Democrat who's a major racist. In my film, I have him uh, audio of him using the N-word. 
And, um, you know, and, and, and they forced people to rely, and mostly the black community, to rely on the government. Like, hey, don't worry. We'll take care of it. Have more kids. I'll give you more money. Don't worry. And it's kind of forcing um, making it very easy for people to walk away from the capitalistic system we have and, and making it harder to be self-reliant when people are throwing things in your face for free. But, of course, it's not for free. Like my dad said, nothing's for nothing. Let me ask so, you um, this, Frank. Let me ask you this. You uh, said, of course, you're Puerto Rican and Italian. Uh, I'm uh, half Nigerian, I believe, half Nigerian. I know that I'm a quarter Scots-Irish and a little bit of uh, Choctaw uh, Indian thrown in, thrown in there you know, for the gumbo. And so uh, uh, this is the, the thing, man, that uh, I think that, that you uh, can speak to in a way that, that, that America can hear from someone who is ethnic, uh, Italians and, and Puerto Ricans are ethnic. But could your story have been told in Italy or in Puerto Rico? Um, yes, um, I, I believe so, but it, it fits for America mostly. It's 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 just, you know, our system, everything's been hijacked, except especially since, well, since Joe Biden came into office, things have been hijacked. Things have been manipulated. The voting system, come on, does anybody really think that that was a fair voting system that just went down? There was fraud all over the place. Um, this is uh, mostly, um, well... How America goes, the rest of the world goes. You know what I'm saying? But this is a, a major American problem with um, lies and deceit. And, um, you know, like the abortion industry, like Democrats embrace abortion and Democrats embrace the race card and division. And as you say so beautifully in the film, CL, the diabolical duo have converged onto the black community. That's your line, but I'm stealing it. So, you know, as far as abortion and division, the black that's devil's tactic, and it's also the democratic tactic. And as far as, I don't mean to keep just filibuster here, but, you know, as far as this case, this, um, this um, Kyle Rittenhouse case, um, they're, they're just blowing it up, saying, oh, if he was black, if he was black, they would have crucified him. If he was black, you know what they're ignoring? There was a case in Florida on the same day the verdict came out, a guy named A.J. Coffey, and he's black, and he was acquitted of murder on the same day. So the system does not, you know, it's a, it's a justice system. Of course, there's flaws, but, you know, the media is not talking about that. No. How, you know, an African-American was freed, you know, they're just, up, they don't, that doesn't fit their narrative. You know, and another thing, I keep on screaming if that was a black guy, but I feel like saying, you mean like OJ? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, but uh, that, I don't want to bring uh, that hey, up. And we, and you know what, that, that is, a, that is a, a case in point. And you know what, we could, you, we could take a whole show and undress the OJ case in American ju uh, justice systems as far as that is concerned. Talk about somebody, and, and, and listen, black folks know it. Black folks were strangely quiet. They must know. No, they were strangely quiet. I tell you somebody else, Jesse Smollett got a pass a as well. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, he really did. I mean, come on. You, you know Chicago. Uh, you don't uh -huh. go out looking for a Subway sandwich at 2 o'clock in, in the morning with 22 below zero, and somebody comes along with a noose talking about they're going to hang you you're in maga country i mean he gets a pass with that and yeah and but the media the media does not tell 
the truth and it's being exposed in films like Systematic De- Deception, folks, is in fact uh, a film that you must see. It is one that does, in fact, uncover it. Frank does an incredible job with the cinematography. It's well shot. And at the very end, Frank, you tell, I can't remember the name of the, the young lady who sings the national anthem at the very end of this film, but she is absolutely brilliant in her rendition of the national anthem. Yes, that's Victoria Boyd. And she was supposed to sing the national anthem at some huge sporting event, and they canceled her because she wasn't vaccinated. And then she says, fine, I'll take my my gifts elsewhere. And now she stands up and sings the national anthem and and is standing up for our military. And I got permission from her father, and he gave me the okay to use her her song in the film. And it's it's perfect. It works very well at the end. The Star Spangled Banner version by Victoria Boyd. I want to give her a shout out. And if somebody wants to learn about the film or see the film for a small fee or see trailers, you can go to systematicdeceptionmovie.com. I just want to make sure I threw that in there. But the film is very much a slap in the face of truth, you know, in a good way. And, um, you know, at the end of the film, it, it tells about all the accomplishments that the black community have done for us. Like they're weaving into our society and help us to be a beautiful nation. And, um, you know, it, 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 it starts off with Black Lives Matter, how it's such a farce. Then it goes into, you know, Joe Biden saying that, you know, white supremacy is the biggest um, threat to our nation, which is an absolute joke. And then, um, you know, it touches topic as abortion and um, politics and religion and how I and, feel those are the and most there important is a, things. And there is a line, uh, Frank, there's a line that's delivered uh, by one of the ladies in the film uh, when she's describing Black Lives Matter. She says it stands for burning, looting, and murder. And yes. that is exactly... <laughs> exactly what they have represented themselves to be burners, looters, and murderers. Uh, San Francisco, uh, you know, uh, the shops were 80 people storm into uh, high-end stores, walk out, uh, run out with purses, uh, high-end, high-dollar purses, that type of thing. Burning, looting, and murder. That's what Black Lives Matter is, is well. And you folks will be treated as well to the truth about uh, the, the, the founders of Black Lives Matters and how there was such a scam. You'll see all of that is contained in this movie, Systematic Deception. Frank Panico, you, you have the last word. Yes, I just want to urge everybody to please support the film and watch the film and look into it. Um, it just, you know, um, it goes for the jugular of the Democratic Party. I don't know how to explain this, but there's a parable called the unjust servant or the dishonest servant. Long story short, the servant is going to be fired and he goes to all the people that owe money to his boss. I'm summarizing and says, look, you know, here you owe uh, 10 jugs of oil here. I'll write you a note where you only owe five. Because he's too old to work and things like that. But my point is, and he was he was um, complimented by God or Jesus, but not for being uh, uh, deceitful. He was complimenting because he knew how to deal wisely with other people. And my point is, the way that the left is being deceitful and using the evil spirits to come up against the good, righteous people, 
us, we have to learn, this is the moral of the parable, we as good, righteous Christians need to be just as wise, as wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove, and use the spirit of God to to, to defeat those evil tactics, those clever tactics. So our film does that. And it's a grand exposure. It's like pulling the wool off of everybody's eyes. At the screening, people I could see people's reactions. They didn't know such things happened. They didn't know that Biden said that white supremacy is the biggest threat. They didn't know that he said, you know, black people are going to beat up my my wife and kill my brother. And and you know, he from the 1994 crime bill, he's 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 uh, responsible for that they didn't know that he said they're going to put y'all back in chains i saw the gasps and awes in the audience and people didn't know that this man is a racist and now he sits in the oval office yeah or somebody who looks like him hey i certainly do uh <laughs> he's I, just reading the script yeah he's just reading the, the film. film he's just reading the script man that's <laughs> it and it's so apparent listen frank god bless you and god keep you tell everybody where to go and uh uh, view or, or get a chance to see the film this this Friday. Tell us again. Right. So it will be airing for a second time on OAN on Friday the 26th at 9 p.m. East Coast time. Or you can watch it on my website for a short time because I'm on the verge of getting distribution and I'll have to take it down. But one could also watch it on my website, systematicdeceptionmovie.com. And you could look on my Facebook page to see trailers and information if you look under Frank X Panico, P-A-N-I-C-O. And um, that's pretty much it. That should cover it. Listen, God bless and keep you, man. Again, happy Thanksgiving to all. And Frank, I certainly hope you and uh, your family uh, and loved ones have a very great uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, talk to you soon. Keep fighting the good fight. I know that you will because you are. Talk to you soon. We're at, we're at a turning point, and eyes are starting to be open. This is going to be a good time in America. It's all coming out. So Absolutely. Thank you very much, CL. God bless you, my brother in Christ. Talk to you soon. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and that was Frank Panico, and he is the uh, director and the cinematographer of a very, very impactful film that I'm encouraging each and every one of you, wherever you are, uh, throughout uh, the country, around the globe, uh, to check out. Go there, go there, and check it out. It will arm you with tools that you need in order to face this clear and present deception that is going on in our nation. America, where are you? Where are you? That's the question that God uh, posed, really, to Adam, not needing to know his location. Of course, any person can know the geographical location of America. But it is not the land that it was created to be. God asked Adam, where are you? Where are you? The man I created, the being I created, where are you? You have gone. Have you eaten from those things that really are poisonous to you? Do you think are good for you, but they are poisonous to you? And maybe have you ignored things that are good for you? Americans, that's exactly what we're doing. And, 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 and sometimes we, we question what type of package things comes in, come in. Uh, and, and I'm talking about Donald Trump in this, in this case. And it can be anything in your life. 
sometimes we question what kind of package it may come in, uh, or we may question the, the method that it comes, and, and all that type of thing. We may question all of that. But there's one thing you cannot question, and that is you live in a place that you have a privilege to have been born. If you were born here, you have a privilege to have been born here. And my whole fight, my whole journey at this point in my life is to try and preserve as best I can and whatever vehicles that God allows me to use. And this movie, this movie is one of them uh, to preserve the integrity of this great nation. I don't ever want to have to say uh, the late great America. But friends, the truth is, if we don't react, and if we don't react soon with true conviction, and with true authority in dominion that God has given us over the land that he places us on, she will go away. And I think she is certainly worth saving. I'll be back. But I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the app store. Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Oh, Throughout the Fruited Plains and around the globe. And I'm certainly glad to be back with you here today, live and in living color. It is a a great day in the USA. I don't care where you are, what state you might be in. Be glad, uh, be thankful for this one thing that whatever troubles you're experiencing them, you're experiencing them here. Yeah. Oh, things could be worse for you. It, it, It always could be, until it's not. Okay, and you don't want that. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Uh, hope is always alive as long as you are. Hope is always alive as long as you are. Yeah, yeah. And so, coming up um, is Corey Lee um, Farmer uh, in the next segment, the next hour. He's coming up uh, at one uh, the one twenty Eastern time and um you've seen the prices in the stores uh thank goodness that um my daughter said she found turkeys i don't know what they are they 
maybe lurkies. I don't know. <laughs> but she found them. <sighs> uh, she found them kind of cheap, you know. And um, we'll see. I hope they're not the kind you have to boil to make them tender or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, you got two of them, and they were they were reasonable. Not not much different than they they always were. And uh, looks like Biden is uh, trying to well, or whoever uh, he's not he reads the script, and they tell him after he reads the script he can go take his nap or you know his ice cream is ready for him. Got the cone for you today, and. Uh, I think, friends, we're on the verge of finding out just who's behind the curtain. And it ain't the great and powerful president, the person who's posing as president of the United States. We're about to find out. Oh, yeah, we have our speculations about who's behind the curtain and all of that type thing, who's pulling uh, the strings and the levers, the great and powerful Oz. You know, we, 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 we're about to find out who's behind the curtain. No, sure, Soros is a part of it. There's no question about that. But uh, who is immediately... Who immediately is there pulling those strings? Who immediately is there? Who is the inside puppet? Of course, you have Susan Rice in the, there, who is certainly a, an Obama operative. There's no question about that. But we're about to find out what's going on here. And all the, de- the deception that has been going on, uh, whatever is done in the dark will be shouted from the rooftops when it comes to these types of things. When it comes to these types of things, you can bet there's going to be exposure. And the Democrats have been playing this game with the American people, lying to the American people for so long in the dark of their smoke-filled rooms. Not anymore, but can't smoke in federal buildings anymore. But I'm sure there are some smoke-filled rooms that are not federal buildings that deals to sell this nation out are being made in. Yeah. And this is no conspiracy theorist talking to you. This is someone who's telling you to open your eyes and see what's going on. You need to smell what's cooking in this American kitchen. Because, friends, I can tell you this. It's not edible. But they're wanting to cram it down your throat anyway. And I thank God that parents have the instinct to protect their children. Yeah. Thanksgiving Day, here we are, it's upon us. And to give you an idea, now last last year there wasn't no shot. Didn't celebrate it because uh, just uh, emotional reasons, just didn't do it. 
okay? This year, people are getting together again, me and my kids, we're getting together again and all of that. But I'm hearing uh, rumbles. You're hearing them too. You're, if you're on the left, and I know you leftists look, listen to the show, and I'm glad you do. But, but, but this is what I want to tell you here. I want to tell you that um, there are people who are turning relatives away from their Thanksgiving feast because they don't have a shot. And there are people who are going to be wearing masks and that type of thing, even though they have people there with the shot. All of them. Some will still be wearing masks. There are stories of people saying that tell the kids to eat fast and put their mask back on at the, are are you hearing the type of absolute Looney Tune stuff that we have uh, succumbed to? I'm not saying if COVID hadn't gotten you yet, it may not get you, but it's a good chance it won't. Yeah. And the flu, where'd it go? More kids actually die from the flu than ever get COVID. Okay? And die from it. And never get COVID and die from it. It's just it's just infantile. It's just it 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 the numbers the, the numbers just are not there to support the type of lunacy and the type of hysteria that we're experiencing, that we're seeing during this Thanksgiving season. Sometimes, yeah, I tweeted it out some time ago, a picture of a lion standing in the field full of sheep. Sometimes those of us who are unvaxxed, that's the way we feel. We feel as though when I go into the publics, when I go into wherever, People are walking around with masks on and seemingly just scared to death. You feel like a lion among the sheep. Not calling you sheep, but I'm saying you sure have some sheepish ways. I'm CL. Be back after the top of the hour. 105. Don't go anywhere. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The 
C.L. Bryant Show. Back with you on this great day across the fruited plains of the USA, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. Yes, it is. And it's not because of our government. It is because of you. We, the people of the United States, it's because of us. And let me show you what you can do. When um, you're pushed too far. Now, the the Biden administration is asking courts to immediately lift stay on COVID vaccine mandate. Uh, listen to this. The U.S. government asked uh, a federal appeals court to immediately lift a court ordered stay on a sweeping workplace COVID-19 vaccine. Now, I'm going to tell you what what we're going to be able to do about this come this Thanksgiving season here. I'm going to talk about it here in just a minute. Stay with me. Cora Lee's coming up uh, around 1.20 p.m. And I want to thank everybody who has been a part of the show and everybody who's a part of, uh, of my team, uh, Michelle and Leanne. I want to thank them very much. Uh, Hannah Catherine uh, Smith, uh, Hartley Best, want to thank them all for uh, their work, uh, Destry, uh, all of you, and of course the Freedom Works team there in Washington, D.C. Thank all of you. I want to give a special shout out to uh, my good friend and colleague. She's my executive uh, um, my, my executive assistant, uh, Michelle's the executive producer. Leanne is my executive assistant. Uh, keeps my the train running uh, smoothly down the track. And uh, I'm telling you, there have been some bumps that have uh, been in the path. That I thank her for, for her work that she has done to move those obstacles so they can run along smoothly. Uh, very busy, all of us are, and I uh, want to wish her. A very, very happy birthday coming up on Thanksgiving Day. Just know that uh, you are loved and um, uh, God bless you and God keep you. Yeah, Thanksgiving is coming. And you should be thankful that you are an American and that you have the ability to push back against things that other countries, if we were in some totalitarian nation by nature, like China or Russia or North Korea, then maybe you could understand why uh, the government is cracking down, wanting to crack down on you in ways that uh, they feel they can. But there's something unique about us as Americans, and that is we have the ability, the right and the resources to push back. And so I'm saying to you, that's what we must do now. Listen, this, this COVID-19 mandate, uh, listen, the immediate lift 
They're asking for an immediate lift of a court order stay on a sweeping workplace COVID-19 vaccine rule to avoid uh, enormous harm to public health and alternatively to allow a masking and testing requirement according to a court filing. Now, friends, um, before there was a vaccine, you had these nurses and doctors and uh, firemen, uh, police officers. All, you know, they were wearing masks, but there was no need to be mandated. The only thing that's been knocking off our police and firemen and even our pilots in the air and flying around who fly us uh, to our destinations. The, the, the biggest thing knocking them off is the government and the stupid mandate. That, that's what's harming us. And, and, and hey, listen, you've all seen the, the Saturday where, where the, the, the phrase, let's go, Brandon, was, was uh, basically being sh- shouted throughout the stadium of 80,000 students and, and, and alumni at these football games and the spectators. You had 80,000 people there. Uh, The vast majority, I'm talking about 80% or more of them had no mask on. Now, my point is, are, are they dropping dead anywhere that we don't know about? Huh? No, they're not. And college football is just about at an end. LSU sure did lousy this year. Bye, Ogeron. Yeah, Coach O, you were good while you were. But you ain't no more. See ya. Um, hey. Are they dropping dead? I don't think so. I haven't seen any of them dropping dead. There hasn't been any mass outbreak of COVID among students who attend football games, basketball, what have you. Uh, NFL fans have filled the stands this whole NFL season, haven't they? Yes, they have. And you and me, we've been going about our daily lives, living our lives. I have. I don't know about you. The only place I don't live my life the way I really would like to live it and breathe the way I want to breathe is in the airport. And, and the stupidest thing is, and this happened to me a couple of weeks ago. We're going to get to this mandate thing here. I was in, I was in, the, air, I was in the airport, and um, I was on the carpet. I wasn't on the, you know, the towel where the little carousels and, you know, things you can buy stuff from are. I was, I was on the carpet. And um, I had finished... Eating is something I had bitten, bought a candy bar and a Coke or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, I had my mask down, and I just didn't put it back up or anything like that. I was looking at my phone or whatever. This lady actually comes over to me. One of the the ladies, one of the people that worked there, and said, Sir, you have to put your mask up on the carpet. Or, or now this 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 was the first time she she said a word to me about anything. Or, or, or we 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 might you may not have you may have to miss your flight. Yeah. Uh, and you know I I fly I fly with this particular airline 
every week. Every week. And, and it, it uh, anyway, anyway, long story short, I decided to go ahead and put the mask on because I was busy. But I can't ignore the fact that I'm still miffed about it because it's so unnecessary. You're about to get on a plane where you're going to be basically six inches apart from the person next to you. And they're going to bring you stuff to eat and drink. And you mean to tell me there's a hysteria about the mask not being on when you're on the carpet, sitting next to someone who's actually a little further away from you in those chairs than you are in the airplane? This, my friends, is the lunacy. This, this is it. We're in the land of Oz. Hey, listen, delaying the rule by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, that requires employees to be vaccinated or tested weekly would lead to thousands of hospitalizations and deaths, according to uh, the people who are running this government right now. The government said in a Tuesday filing with the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Now, where is the proof of any of this? It's certainly not in the football games. No, it's not in any of those. It's not in the football games. The administration of Joe Biden, a Democrat, has uh, issued several rules aimed at encouraging vaccinations or shot. Although OSHA's November 5th standard is the most far-reaching. And that's what's happening, America, is they're reaching deep into our lives. And they're using government entities to do it. Wake up. Your doctor's not yours anymore. The doctor actually works for the hospital. He doesn't work for you. Huh? No, the doctor doesn't work for you. Works for the hospital. Yeah. I think I told you about my doctor as a, as a youth growing up, Dr. Harold, Harold Quinn. Yeah, he had a cigarette hanging from his, from his mouth with ash on it. Oh, Dr. Quinn. But he's a good doctor, very very prominent doctor in the city that we were in. Yeah. But listen, they're using government entities. And although 82% of U.S. adults have gotten at least one vac, uh, shot dose, requiring shots against COVID-19 has become a divisive political issue over trade-offs between civil liberty and public health. This is the problem. There is no credible evidence that all of this mess that they want you to go through guarantees public health. It doesn't. Not even the, the shot they give you guarantee you won't get COVID. My point is this is all so unnecessary it's not necessary it goes on 
The rule was challenged by Republican-led states, businesses, and trade groups, and the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans quickly blocked it, calling it staggeringly overbroad and one-size-fits-all sledgehammer. Bravo. You cannot mandate to Americans on a whim like this that we're just going to blanket the entire nation with this whim because Dr. Fauci says so? The animal, the, the, the puppy killer himself, Fauci? Ha! That's what I say. Ha! Good on you, Fifth Circuit. It is a sledgehammer approach. Now, after the stay was imposed by the Fifth Circuit, lawsuits from around the country were transferred to the Sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati. That has given the Biden administration an opportunity to ask for the ruling by the Fifth uh, Circuit to be reviewed. And possibly, I think this is what he's looking for, an overturn of that, you see. Now, the government said in its filing that if the Fifth Court Circuit Court's ruling remained it should at least be modified to allow the masking and testing requirements. I, they, it just seems like they're wanting to poke you and jab you and also mask you. It is my firm belief, and this is just me, uh, and I'm glad that I live in Florida because here in Florida is among the states that have banned businesses from requiring vaccination against COVID-19. This, this place is a free place. It's free here. And, and Flor- Floridians, which I am one of you now, I have my driver's license. Voted, voted, I'm a registered Republican right here in the great state of Florida. Listen, there is my, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in this cornfield philosophy that I'm about to share with you. Here it is. If you put a covering over the exhaust pipe of your car, you're going to kill the car. Oh, yes, you are. I believe that the same thing goes with our noses and, and exhaust systems on our face. We are designed to breathe out our carbon uh, dioxide, monoxide, whatever it is, the carbon dioxide. We're we're designed to breathe that out and to breathe in clean air. After you breathe that out, the mask does not allow either. And, and, And folks, I'm telling you, that there are going to be adverse effects to masking your exhaust system, especially the exhaust systems of children. Now, I'm no doctor, but I do know that I, we, it's obvious. Look at, look, at, look at you. 
Look at the design of the car. It's obvious to you that you're designed to breathe out and in freely. You're not designed to breathe back in what you have breathed out. Americans, it's time for us to wake up and stand up against this type of hypocrisy that is going on. You're going to listen to people like Fauci. You're going to listen to people like Biden, who's not there. He's checked out. We're going to check in now with someone who's been a friend of the show for a while now, and I'm certainly glad to have him back on, wishing him a happy Thanksgiving and him and his family and all of that. Corey Lee, welcome back to C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, brother? And I'm doing good. How have you been doing? I'm doing great, Corey, and thank you so much for coming on with us. Now, Corey, I'm going to give you the floor and let you tell everybody what is on your mind and what is really ruffling your beard right now. Okay, uh, since the last we've talked, it's been several months now, but uh, which is fine. There's a lot of things that have taken place with the American farmer and to do with the uh, 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 COVID packages and pandemic relief and uh, what they call the rescue plan and also this new uh, build a back better plan. And it pretty much has all of the uh, or have all the uh, farmers in uproar in, in one fashion or another. And our group, which is the Cowtown Foundation, uh, we're kind of in the middle of a lot of things and to, to make sure that we get what's best for uh, American agriculture. And, and let me ask you this then. What is the danger or what don't Americans know about the danger to the American farmer that they should know considering our food supply is in the hands of our farmer. Talk to us. Well, one thing that uh, that is glaring, to, uh, that it really, really sticks out for me, is that it's a transfer of farmland from the small farmer to the uh, corporate farms. And because there are some incentives for the super wealthy to buy up all the farmland they can, uh, you know, there's things going on with, like, uh, the greenhouse stuff and uh and and is but the, the division is being created at the bottom to really separate the bottom dwellers of the uh the, the ecosystem or the agroeconomic system that uh i hope that people don't get distracted by and for example i think bill gates is now the uh, largest landowner in the united states and so with that being said uh the last two pandemic reliefs, uh, uh, it was a big uproar where uh, 13 different courts gave basically uh, some similar situated white farmers. Uh, they, they enjoined socially disadvantaged farmers from receiving uh, pandemic relief, uh, so to speak, under the CARES Act. And that was uh, $4 billion set aside for uh, debts that were written off. And uh, from our standpoint, that was never the correct number from the start. And we think that we have uh, the numbers to prove that. And now with this new Build Back Better plan, uh, all farmers are going to get debt relief, in which definitely becomes more dangerous because, uh, you know, we're all for, you know, if there was something that happened that uh, inhibited the prosperity of, uh, of your farm, then, and if it was caused by the Department of Agriculture, then yes, you are entitled 
to relief. But if you were doing business uh, as usual and you were receiving uh, grants and subsidies, things of that nature, then that would make it a little unfair for the underserved farmers, which would include any demographic that are typically are not large farms, uh, to give them relief and then to continue to give them, you know, 99.9% of all this uh federal money that's been handed out right now. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Corey. When we talk about the small farm, I I come from small farmers myself, uh, still own portions of that land that my uh, ancestors farmed. Do people realize uh, just how um, productive, uh, that's the word, the productive the small farmer is and just how in jeopardy he is of his own livelihood? Give us some insight on that. Well, the small farmers, uh, I think by definition, I think it goes up to 600 acres. Yeah. And so there are going to be a lot more small, a lot more smaller farmers than there will be large corporate farms. And, but however, for these smaller farmers to survive, they must, you know, get subsidies and things of that nature because you look at the price of inflation or the cost of inflation where, you know, Sometimes when you're riding down, you know, those uh, back roads of Louisiana and you have to pull over to the side because there's a combine coming down the highway that, you know, pretty much takes up two lanes. Well, that thing's going to go between 750 and 150, I mean, $1.5 million, depends on what you get. And that's, you know, so subsidies are important to be able to pay for that kind of equipment to keep our food supply, you know, going in 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 a safe manner. This uh, holiday season, Corey, is being trumpeted everywhere you look. That, and you can see it when you go in the stores. There's, there are some bare, bare spots in the stores. And the price of meat, beef, even pork, uh, chicken has, has gone up. Uh, and, and, man, I know you're old enough to remember when turkey was the cheapest thing you could buy. And uh, you could buy turkey anytime and, 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 and eat that, plenty of turkey. But it has just gone up. Uh, in such astronomical ways. Give us your uh, take on what is truly driving that. I'm, I'm so glad that you asked me that question. So uh, what has happened is, is that in the, the first CARES Act uh, back in March the 11th, that there was $500 million appropriated for the uh, smaller mom and pop uh, processors to be able to, uh, to be able to diversify the, the, the food chain or the meat processing. And basically there are four uh, companies that control the meat uh, uh, in, in this country. And so, if, but if you go to uh, a cow sale, the, the price of cow is not going up exponentially at all. So what is happening is, is that the processors, they're blaming COVID, which they, the workers are back at full force. They're blaming COVID and they are basically driving the the, uh, the pricing up. And just for an example, I was in North Carolina a couple of weeks ago, and I saw steaks for twenty eight dollars a pound. I saw ribs at you know twenty two dollars a slab. And you know, just a couple of weeks ago, they were you know eleven dollars a pound for steak, and also like nine dollars a slab for ribs. But the actual producer are not sharing in those profits. Wow. So yeah, so you know, there's a monopoly. And because that money has been appropriated, they're basically trying to send a message to the federal government. Says, no, we're too big for you to stop. 
And what I'm afraid of is that the Department of Agriculture are talking out uh, both sides of their mouth. They're coming out and saying we want to diversify the food processing, but they don't do anything to break up, to have the Department of Justice to break up the monopolies. And then the money that's expended as far as grants and subsidies are going to those four major companies that are controlling uh, the meat process. Uh, Corey, are you describing for us uh, a, a form of price gouging that is going on uh, in that industry and the American people are the uh, are receiving the, the blunt end of that stick? Or is that how we're being beaten up in the grocery store? Oh, that, without a doubt. And what the, uh, what the processors are saying, well, the price of trucking is going up. The pricing of trucking has not gone up that you, it has to double in price over 40,000 pounds loaded into that truck. You know, it is might going up maybe a dollar, uh, you know, per gallon or a dollar per mile, if that. But it has not gone up to where you can double the price on a 40,000-pound uh, payload. Wow. And, and, and so, you know, you just really have to pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, honestly, the Department of Agriculture cannot be trusted under no circumstance because they have shown... Uh, if you look at uh, just from the black farmers perspective, the black farmers had 19 million acres, 19.2 million acres since 1900. Now they're down to uh, just a little bit more than uh, a million point two acres. That's 98 percent of their acres lost. Well, the majority of that came from direct aggression towards these black farmers that held uh, mortgages with the USDA. And uh, Congress has had tried to step in. Uh, on three different occasions uh, to to protect socially disadvantaged farmers that also include small farmers and you know which is or white women Native Americans Hispanics and, and and black farmers and on each occasion the Department of Agriculture used the the might of the U.S. government to basically uh, dwindle these uh, settlement agreements down in court and the, the weight of the Department of Agriculture to legally outmaneuver these farmers who could not litigate for years at a time. So what's more disturbing and not really get into the big political issue, each administration has failed the small farmer, each. Because when? at any point in time, the, pre- the whoever uh, the president was in office could uh, fix this with an executive order, and they have failed to do so. Congress has failed to do so. And so at some point in time, the American people really have to take a real hard look and what's going on in the agriculture community. I love your uh, fire and passion uh, on this particular topic, Corey. Uh, Mike Espy, uh, was it Espy? Espy, who was agricultural uh, uh, commissioner at one time, uh, what, uh, he was black. What did he do for, what, what did he do for this? Did he even address the situation? Uh, he addressed the, uh, the situation in Pickford versus Glickman. And what happened is, is the Office of General uh, council, they did not like the fact that he was settling some of those cases for the actual damages that was uh, caused to some of these farmers. And what they wanted was a, a wholesale, you know, just give them $50,000 and get them out of here. But they also created rules and regulations when some of those farmers settled that they could not be eligible for some of these subsidies that are given out now. And that happened with the, uh, the white women farmers, with the Hispanics and the Native Americans. And so it, it's been constant rulemaking to underserve farmers to make sure that they were not in position to further their uh, farming operation, that they would not be treated the same 
now is these large corporate farmers and even the smaller uh, white male farmers. And Mike Espy, uh, in you know, and that has happened uh, on on two different occasions. And what needs to happen is uh, you need to have Congress to have the uh, Inspector General to do a thorough investigation of the separation of uh, powers within the Department of Agriculture. And right now, uh, you know, there was a lot of outcry and basically it was outrage when uh, the current administration uh, appointed Tom Vilsack for his second term. Yeah. If you look at his track record uh, under uh, President Obama, it was probably the most horrific in, in, in the Department of Agriculture, in the history of the Department of Agriculture. And so it was really a slap in the face to underserved farmers to have him reappointed. And that let a lot of people know right then and there that this White House is, it, they're all talk and they're, they're, they're going to say whatever they have to say to get your vote. And 2022 is going to be a little different. The, the, especially from the minority community, from what was promised and what was delivered, and then most of that outrage is going to come from uh, the, the, the rural areas. And now that we've shown that we've gone out to vote, uh, you know, what they thought they had a, a vote in hand is not longer going to be the case. Wow. Well, you know what, Corey? I'm really glad to hear you voice that and talk to us about it. Uh, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and um, uh, see what you're doing and see how this particular fight is going. Talk to us. Yes, what we're in need of is a lot of financial support because we, we're doing some things uh, legally to protect all small, all smaller farmers. And we have a, a team of attorneys and everybody knows litigation gets legal. But if you can go on to the Cowtown Foundation dot org you can uh, become a member there and you necessarily have to be a farmer to become a member but we'll keep you updated what's going on in rural america or you can simply uh do- make a donation on the on the same site so there'll be a membership that you can purchase or you can just donate whatever you'd like to and, and it would be a great help uh for us to try to protect the small farmer in general and that means every small farmer because if we uh take our eyes off uh, what's going on? All these farmers are going to be owned by uh, corporations out of China and other uh, uh, countries that are buying up all the American farmland, and there's going to be nothing left for us to farm. And that's a fact. So, Corey, I, I just can't cut it loose right there, man, because, I mean, that is ominous. That is ominous to think that the farmland will be owned by China and foreign entities who don't really like us who don't care for us. Uh, it just puzzles me how we have allowed our, our, ourselves to get into this fix, uh, uh, especially when we're talking about our food supply uh, being in control, seriously, even though it's here in, in this land that is being overrun as far as the southern border is concerned. But, but our food supply, we're entrusting to people who don't like us. Corey, is there a danger in that? Oh, we're in a great danger of that. And if you would do your research and look at some of these uh, major food processing plants and, and, and producers, there was, you know, uh, that produces pork, they're, they're owned by the Chinese. And what happens is, is that the, uh, the American dollar and the, and, and the uh, uh, Chinese currency are uneven right now. And so they have a great interest of buying up American farmland and, and buying uh, 
you know, commodities in the United States. Because if you control the country's food supply, then sooner or later you will control the country. That is a fact. Corey Lee, God bless you and God keep you. Give us, a, give us that contact for Cowtown one more time. The web address is the T-H-E, Cowtown, C-O-W-T-O-W-N, foundation.org. Again, that's the CowtownFoundation.org. You know, give us support. Become a member of us. We're fighting for all underserved farmers in the United States. God bless you and keep you, man. Continue to fight the good fight. I know you will, Corey Lee, because you are fighting the good fight. Thanks so much for being on with me. Thanks so much for having me. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show. That was Corey Lee. And I tell you, folks, he's fighting a good fight there for America's farmers. Because let me tell you something. Uh, Look, it comes from the farm to the table. Uh, It comes from the farm to the table. And and, and friends, when we think about uh, what is happening with our food supply and who owns the land, that uh, our food supply is grown on. That's important to think about, especially if that land is owned by people who don't like you. Not that they can take the land anywhere. They're not going to take America anywhere, but they, 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 they control it. And that brings us down to what all of this has been about. It's about Control, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm going to talk a little bit about that and how now we've heard that even the land that our uh, food is grown on is being bought up by foreign interest. Has been for years, but not in such a massive, not in such massive ways by people who don't like us. Stand up, push back. I'm CL. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the app store. CL, back with you on this great day across uh, America. Uh, America, the beautiful, uh, beautiful day here in Florida. Windy uh, it is, but it's absolutely gorgeous outside. And um, the day before Thanksgiving Eve, and I certainly hope that all of you are uh, preparing uh, and planning a get-together with friends and family uh, here this Thanksgiving, the first one that we've all uh, really have done this since this pandemic did, in fact, break out. And um, where do we go from here? What type of control 
has this all been about? Uh, there can be, you see that foreign interests uh, are being allowed to buy. And you know what? Let me let me be just straightforward, um, uh, honest with you. When you are in troubled times, you aren't as uh, careful. I'm talking to you people who own property and so forth now. Who you might get strapped, real strapped, in the times to come if this does not get better. Uh, we have about a year left of this administration of this uh, administration's ability to to bulldoze things. Now, it's it's very important that you understand that this uh, bill that's before the Senate right now, Build Back Better. You had better make sure that you put pressure on Mansion and Cinema. I've done my part. I've I've done my part. I'm doing my part. You need to do yours. West Virginians, Arizonans, you got to put the pressure on them. Democrats and Republicans out there, all of you will suffer. But this is my point. Don't let, don't sell to foreign interest. Don't sell your land to foreign interest. You're aiding and abetting, you would be aiding and abetting those who want your demise. This is what I'm being brutally honest about. You, like anyone else, are always, many people are always blinded by the dollar signs and you live to regret it. You live to regret it. Yeah. Uh, years ago before Haynesville shale came in, uh, Jane and I had just moved down to uh, the farm down there and we were fixing up the inside of the house and all that type thing, revamping the electric and all that, you know, and, um, uh, grandma had always told me grandpa had been dead for years at this time. Well, a few years at this time. And, um, grandma had gotten sick and, uh, was going to leave me, you know, her, her portion of, of the farm. My mom was yet alive, but, um, grandma was going to give it to me. Okay. So, uh, being uh, raised a city boy, even though I grew up right there on the on the place myself, you know, in the summertime, there was um, oh, oil and gas guy comes by, right? And for ten years, after you know, I had kids at home, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and uh, all this remodeling inside that place to do and to make it you know really livable for for Jane and for Jane the kids and myself. It'd redo the well and all that kind of thing. And um, the amazing thing was this. This was the amazing thing. I did lease my property. I leased it, didn't sell it, leased my property um, for a pretty good price. There's, there's no, no, no doubt about it. I, I made a good deal. But I regretted it because incomes... Haynesville Shale during the term of that lease. But of course, I didn't have a crystal ball or anything. 
But there were those who did not lease their land at the time that I did, who got mega wealthy when Haynesville Shell came in with less property than I have. Don't sell your property particularly and be very careful in, in even leasing it these days because even the Chinese and, and those who don't like us have interest in the oil and gas. We're begging Saudi Arabia uh, now to, to open up the spigots. What for? We have plenty here. But the control... I don't understand it. I don't know how they're trying to manipulate it and what they're trying to do with it and how how it all is is playing out and panning out. But the control of America is being implemented as we speak. They're trying to control you. So um, this mask mandate is is uh, one of the ways that they are trying to do it, that they have done it. Will not conform. And I'm going to leave you with this uh, thought here in just a few minutes. But uh, I will not conform. And you decide to be the lion among the sheep. Oh, you may have some sheepish ways right now. You may be acting that way because you're afraid of what your friends say. You're afraid of of, of what people, how they may look at you when you're out in public or, or that type of thing. No, 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 no. Don't be afraid of that. No, it's time to stand up. It's time to push back against all of that. It's time to stand up. It's time to push back. Against all of that. Are you hearing me? The control mechanisms that they are using are being exposed exactly for what they, they are through the hypocrisy of those who are wanting to implement them on you. They don't abide by those rules that they want to implement on you and your children. The fight boils down to that as to whether or not you wake up to what they're trying to do to you and your children. Untested shot that they're putting into you talking about going back and getting a booster just a few uh, weeks or months later. And this is untested. Everybody's saying it's nobody has a long term idea of what this is about. No one does. No, I will not conform. I will not conform. I believe that God has given all of us a very effective immune system or given us a system that in its in its rightful order. Because some some immune systems are, are damaged, you know, they're just damaged. But in the natural order of things, you should be equipped with what is necessary to ward off whatever comes. And if you should die from it, 
that has always been the way of the world. It has always been. So, take it, leave it for whatever it is. But I will not conform. And there is a growing movement, and I am glad to see athletes. Yeah, saying they're not conform. They will not conform. And 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 I think that you should take an example from that. Because an athlete, that's his tool, his old tool is his body. He makes a living. Doing athletic stuff <laughs> that the rest of us can't do anymore. I used to be able to do it, but I can't do it no more. Wouldn't even try. You're talking about being sore. Oh, muscles would ache. But I'm, folks, all of you, you're not in football shape, but tell you what you can be. You can be in good enough shape to ward off the various sicknesses that come upon us as Americans. And be very clear and be very wary of what the news media is saying to you. Because quite frankly, they're not your friend. They prove that very, very clearly when you now discover just how badly they lied to you over this Kyle Rittenhouse thing. America, she's worth saving. Yes, she is. Stand up. All of you, push back. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and stand we also have the phone apps in the app then store. Stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. This great day here as we close out uh, this show today. And I want to wish all of you a very happy Thanksgiving wherever you may be. And I certainly thank God for the privilege of having been able to be with you here today. Uh, my travel schedule will probably increase um, probably dramatically here in the next uh, few weeks. And all of you uh, should get busy, too, um, being about your business as Americans. And in doing your business as Americans, you want to do it as free people. And this is what I was talking about, will not conform. And I want to leave you with this, this thought. Here in these, this uh, home stretch at C.L. Bryant show today, there is a huge difference between uniformity 
and conformity. Huge difference between the two. Uniformity, we can all agree to be uniformed in the idea that we want our children to be educated in the way that we want them educated according to our personal standards and beliefs. You have that right. It's your child. You cannot hand them over to the government. We can be uniformed in believing that, and you can go about doing that in the way you choose to do it. That's America. We can be uniformed in doing that. But now, conformity is when they tell you that your child belongs to them for that eight hours, seven, eight hours, whatever it is, a day. And that you must go along with the idea that they control the uh, 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 fundamental aspects of who your child, what your child will think. No, you get an education to learn how to think. But you should never be told or conform to the idea of what to think. We can be uniformed in, in, in the eye. We can be uniformed in, 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 in the concept that we have the freedom to think for ourselves. I, I love people who think for themselves. That's why, that's why I surround myself with uh, people who, you know, will, will, will say, well, you know, Maybe you should try this, or I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but, but what about this? You know, that's, that's, those are the people that I like around me. People who are not necessarily conformed, but people who are ready to say something that will make it uniformed. There's a huge difference between uniformity and conformity. Conformity means that this is just going to go this way. Uniformity means it's going to go our way. And everyone has satisfaction in, not necessarily satisfaction in, in uniformity, uh, but you, 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 you decide for yourself that you are going to walk along with this to see where it goes because you're free to do that. Conformity says you're going to do it. That is un-American. And that should always remain un-American. But you are being pushed, you are being driven at this point in time to conform to what people like Anthony Fauci and this puppet Joe Biden are telling you to do. And I will say to you, Americans, you must push back. I will say to you, Americans, you must stand up and you must be heard because it's all at stake. It's all on the line. And there's no coming back from that brink. Once we tip over and you hear this idiot uh, Talib wanting to let all the prisoners <laughs> out of jail. All of them. 
This woman has no business in the United States Congress. She is beyond uh, redemption as a, as a legislator. Now, she can leave Congress and say whatever crazy stuff she wants, but you cannot have someone in your legislature, in the House of Representatives, who has the uh, pull, perhaps, to influence legislation that would release prisoners, all prisoners? That's what she's proposing. And friends, I am telling you that that is absolutely unacceptable. We can't, we, we can't, we can't tolerate this anymore. It's not like they can't tolerate us anymore. No, we can't tolerate this lunacy anymore. We can't tolerate it. Stand up, push back, or the very idea, the very hope of any kind of American dream, your children's birthright. And I'm not saying that lightly. I am saying that because it is true. Your children's birthright of having a place where they can actually be what they want with their dream. And people dream uh, for themselves many times realistically, unless they want to be Michael Jordan or something like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? People usually have an idea of what they would like to do if they could do it. Many times they're just afraid to. So. My fellow Americans, happy Thanksgiving. May God bless And may God keep you all. I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL. And may God bless and keep you all.